Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast and I'm super excited because I have the amazing Dr. David Ajabadi from Nigeria who's presently living in the state. So g'day and welcome David. Hey Bex, thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you so much and you're tuning in from downtown Dallas, Texas, aren't you? Yes, indeed. Fantastic. And for the benefit of our listeners, David is a medical director and founder of Brain and Body Solutions, which is an integrated health centre in Abuja. Now, did I say that right, David? You did. You did. You got it right. And that's in Nigeria. And you're also the direct executive director of Brain and Body Foundation, uh, which is an organisation established both in Nigeria and in Australia, in uh, USA. Yes, yeah, so doing amazing work, and you are the first medico actually that I've interviewed for our podcast. So, congratulations and welcome! <laughs> wow, fantastic! I'm honored. Um, yeah, thank you. And we really start off this is all about courage, David. So, what does courage mean to you? Yes, so courage is, I guess, in its purest form, means making the taking a decision that you know in your heart of hearts to be true and taking that action and following through on it, regardless of what everybody else is saying and what what all the circumstances, good or bad, are saying. Just following through on what you truly believe is the right thing to do. Mm, I love that. And you said in your heart of hearts, and you'll find out why coming up, but that's what seems to be a common theme. It's like knowing and feeling that what you want to happen and you get out there and make it happen and take take that action and, you know, be really courageous to, to go out and focus and work for your dreams. So, yeah, that's really special. Thank you. And we'd never rehearse our questions. Sometimes I give them to the audience or, you know, the, the guests in advance, but we didn't this time. And so what was one time you were feeling less than courageous, David? Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess most of it has had to do has had to do with meeting people, maybe uh, the opposite sex, especially mm-hmm. younger, knowing that you should have, even if it's not for any other reason, a dating reason, not just for this sake of this is a nice person, you just mm-hmm. want to be friendly with the person. And I think that's an area I, I probably feel that more than in any other area because just simply taking the step and saying, well, no matter, it doesn't matter what happens. I mean, you've taken that step. You've been friendly with the person. It doesn't matter how they take your advance. I mean, how interpretation they put on it. It's just that you feel like this is a good connection to make and make it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can say, honestly say that I haven't really been very courageous where that is concerned. <laughs> yeah, you were about to say something. <laughs> I love it because business and, you know, personal and relationships, it's all about courage and it's all about people. 
So you can mm-hmm. feel, you know, less than courageous when you're approaching some people or you can fe- feel extremely courageous when you're approaching others. So that's yeah. great. So, look, you moved from Nigeria to America to further your passion of working with people and that's been extremely courageous. So what's another time that you were feeling really courageous, David? Well, I think but one of the most courageous steps I took and pretty almost backfired on me was when I left, I left a promising career in radiation oncology, which is cancer treatment. Uh, so I was a resident, a young resident then, and I just decided after giving it a lot of thought, obviously, that this wasn't for me. And I decided to leave my training, uh, leave Nigeria to come to the U.S. without not being sure that what I was looking for, I was mm-hmm. going to find. And starting really from scratch, starting with, um, with nothing really, and mm-hmm. having to, to really uh, uh, <laughs> live in a world that I couldn't legally work and so couldn't make money like I should. And I mean, it was, it, it was a decision and an action that was taken that didn't make sense to anybody. Mm-hmm. My close family, my friends, and everybody else. So that, that's probably the one thing that sticks out to me. Yeah, extremely courageous, like foreign country, foreign work, foreigner. So tell us a little bit about the work you do do in the States, David. Sure. Uh, so the Brain and Body Foundation is registered. It's, 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 a, it's an organization based in the U.S. and based in Nigeria. And our main goal is to find the safest the quickest, the most effective solutions to brain disorders, mm. whether in children or in adults. Uh, we have found out that s- s- nutrients, sometimes simple nutrients, given in the right dose at the right time, in the right way, can make a huge, huge shift in improving mm. brain health. Mm-hmm. We're talking about everything from strokes to dementias, to autism, to Alzheimer's disease, to epilepsies. The right nutrients, given at the right time and the right dose, can make a huge difference. And it's also a testament to the power of the human body, the Mm. human brain, to heal itself, to fix itself, if given the right resources and the right environment in which to do so. And that's been a very, very exciting part of what we do. And that, that principle has helped us address some of the most, um, the most intractable conditions, uh, conditions that we were trained in medical school and in medicine were impossible to turn around. Mm. We've been able to do that with ease. And that has taken us into the field of um, sickle cell disease as well, which is why I'm in the country now. Mm-hmm. I've actually been living out of my box now, uh, out of a suitcase now for about four, going on four Three months. months. Yeah, four months now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> About three months for sure, uh, uh, because we're trying to raise awareness about this dreaded disease that is killing so many people. And what we found out again, that the right nutrients given in the right doses the in the right, right way can play a huge role. And for pennies on the, on the dollar, we can save hundreds of thousands, they say millions of lives. Such incredibly powerful work that you're doing. So I truly commend you and I so want to share your story. So I thank you so much, David. Just incredible and, you know, working on this supercomputer. 
Um, this mm-hmm. most expensive piece of real estate on the planet, the six inches yes, between indeed. our ears. So, yeah, absolute kudos to you and your team because I know no person is an island and you have a great team with the foundation there. So so thank you and well done and wishing you all the very best with your future endeavours, with your work and your research and, and the results that you're getting globally. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now we move on to our courage acronym, David. So the first letter is C. Now, this can be personally or professionally. How do you best connect and communicate with others? I call them up and uh, we say, well, you want to come have a lunch, have coffee? Mm -hmm. Um, Just get to know about, just get to know you. Well, with Zoom, with with, uh, COVID-19 now, that's physical connection. Most times they are especially if it's a guy there, maybe their, their spouses wouldn't let them go anywhere out of the house. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's by Zoom or by call or, or by, uh, uh, or in, or in, in, on, over the phone. Yeah. And, you know, as simple and as basic as that sound, it can take a lot of courage for people to do that, to make that initial contact, to reach out to someone and then to actually set it up. Like, I don't know. I don't have a Zoom account. How do I do this? Where's my camera? So for me and for you, we're technologically savvy. Well, I would like to say reasonably savvy. I've been on Zoom for many years, but for others, and that's why when I ask this question, something as seemingly simple as having a conversation over Zoom can be very challenging and courageous for people. So I do encourage people to just, you know, realise and be aware that everything they do actually takes courage, doesn't it? Right. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, and our next letter is O, open heart. You're the brain and body foundation. So what does having an open heart mean to you? You're doing incredible work, but what does an open heart mean to you, David? Uh, two, two things uh, off the top of my head. I think one, it means being more vulnerable and being open to let people know how you feel, which has been tough for me because I grew up in the military and um, <laughs> we, are, we are meant to be nothing. But, Machines. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's that definitely needs work on my part uh, to be more open-hearted. But but then the other aspect is being open-hearted, meaning uh, being open to to loving and to helping, and to being uh, being being ready to 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 help others even at at uh, at the risk of of one's um, uh, financial loss mm-hmm. and. Uh, in a way, we've been we've done that a lot with the Brain and Body Foundation. I think since its inception, uh, we realized that many people were not going to be able to pay for to pay for the, the treatments mm-hmm. they were getting for their kids, and so we just decided we're just going to find a way to make it possible. And so every Friday, except for the few months in the COVID, this this year, every Friday, people from all over Abuja and, and the vicinity can come to our clinic for free treatment. And they receive good quality care and mm. it's, it's all all taken care of. So we find a way. So that's the giving part. It, there's a, a saying, if the dream is big enough, the facts don't count. If the train is big enough. If the dream is big enough, the, the facts is... don't count. Mm. Right, 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 mm. right. Yeah. yeah. And what a beautiful service you're providing for those people in times of need and and uh, yeah, just incredibly life-changing, literally to not only the, the patients but their families as well. So again, right. 
huge gratitude to you. Yeah. So now, Dr. David Ajabadi, what makes you uniquely you, our next letter? Oh, well, I've, I've got a lot of influences in my life. I mean, so medical doctor, mm-hmm. I've been in the military since I was 10. I grew up in Wales. I'm from Nigeria. I was in the U.S. for about 10 years. I left medicine. I went, I doubled into entrepreneurship and ministry. So I guess the uniqueness has to do with, I use the word eclectic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, I think, I think it's, it's one thing that's kind of like uh, um, pieces all this together is the fact that I've, I've always been curious about the human, the human nature, human mm-hmm. potential, what is possible. And I've always loved wanting to know how to optimize human function. So that goes beyond medicine, also goes beyond, beyond any particular field that one can look at. And I was always looking really for a school or a training institution that would put all this together for me. Um, and, and, you know, just give a spoon feed me with it. But I've realized that some of these answers, you have to find them yourself. You have to, you have to be the one to bring them all together. And that's, I guess that's, that's what yeah. makes me, me that's, that's part of the, 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 my quest is what makes me uniquely me, I guess. Fantastic. And as you said, very eclectic. And, uh, you know, with 7.5 billion plus people on the planet, we are all unique. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah very specially unique you are. Um, congratulations. Um, now, we've kind of touched on relationships, but what is one relationship tip to develop real ones? I mean, you're working with people day in, whether it be researchers, maybe potential funders or patients. What's one relationship tip to develop real relationships with your people? Um, to be willing, I, th- I think one of the most important thing is for, for, for people, especially those below you, to feel free about coming to you with questions mm-hmm. or, bad, or bad news or like, oh, yeah, I made a mistake and this is how we fix it. I mean, of course, they, they, they need to be corrected, but um, I think one of the most important things is for, for you to be approachable, to be uh, accessible. And um, that can save you yourself a, a, world, a world of hurt as, as well. Just being the approachable, accessible person that you don't, people don't feel unnecessary tension and strain yeah. about. I think, that, I think that's really important. It's kind of dropping the ego, isn't it? And being your mm-hmm. vulnerable, authentic self. Right, for sure. Mm, love that. Thank you. And David, you've gone from Nigeria to America. You have an amazing attitude. How do you maintain your amazing attitude? <sighs> well, by being, being around amazing people, I guess that's, that's for one. And I'm, I'm also uh, spir- spiritually speaking. I mean, I, I strongly believe that the powerhouse of the brain and body is, is the, the spiritual aspect of whom you are. And of course, different people have their own different beliefs and uh, different uh, practices. Mm-hmm. I found out what strengthens me the most is the Bible. Uh, mm-hmm. Just just reading, just reading, not for the sake of anything else, but just to get that. And to be fed, really, and I know when I when I do that religiously, or um, when I do that as consistently as I should, um, I'm I feel better, I feel happier, I feel more creative, more focused. And when I don't, I feel miserable sometimes. So, yeah, in it's my experience, that higher power or that support, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think everybody really needs that. That's 
inner core, that nourishment of their inner core from whatever source they, they choose. Yeah. And I say, you know, we feed our tummies daily. We really do need to feed our minds daily, whether that be through the Bible or whatever belief or theology or practice you follow. Um, yeah. And we do. We need to top up our tanks daily, I believe, especially in these times. Oh, yeah. Definitely in these times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what is one thing? The next letter is G. What is one thing you're grateful for, David? Either today, last week, this month, this year? Is there any one standout thing you're grateful for? Uh, well, I'm grateful for my family, especially my mom, my mother. She, um, through the tough, really tough times, she was she was there for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I don't give her enough credit. I mean, of course, my, the other members of my family, my sister, my brother, uh, my father as well. But uh, I think my mom stands out the most, <laughs> as, yeah. as most moms tend to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And your mom's still in Nigeria? Yeah, she's still in Nigeria. Yeah, how's she coping yeah. without her son? Yeah, that's uh, well, she's got a husband, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my, my sister's there, is, is there too. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean we, we, I definitely could be giving them more human contact, you know, I, mean, mm-hmm. I would love, love to do that more, but we, we're out here trying to chase and uh, save the world too, so it's yeah. hard to do both. Yeah. yeah, there's something, you know, it's got to be that balance, doesn't it, unfortunately? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So in all these times, you're still enjoying life, David. How do you enjoy life then? It can be personal or professional, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, I haven't had... I mean, back home, I would play squash, go to the movies, mm-hmm. uh, hang out with friends. Over here, I've just been doing a lot of traveling for the past three plus months. So, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't play squash here as much. It's, it's racquetball. And I used to play racquetball. When I moved back to, to, to Nigeria, I had to switch from racquetball to, to squash. And so now I'm back in the US. I'm like, man, you can't win. And then, of course, <laughs> most, of the, most of the gyms are closed anyway. So, yeah, they are now. So it's, uh, that, that fun aspect, that enjoy life aspect, it's, it's, a bit of, it's, a, it's still a bit of a challenge. It's a little bit of a challenge. And, and, of course, you watch movies on Netflix, but that's that's a poor substitute for really enjoying life. That's yeah, I guess it's a life. bit of a Band-Aid solution. But, you know, it I, is, yeah. you, we just can do what we can do. And I guess the feeling and the emotion that we attach to that activity. So if you're watching Netflix or if you're playing racquetball or if you're a former A-grade tennis player like me, I would normally oh. have hopped on the court. But uh, my tennis career along... <laughs> It's long gone after several car accidents and oh um, no yeah yeah but oh, you know no, I still have the occasional hit every now and then okay okay yeah but no, I, I love yeah. connecting with people and I guess that's kind of how I enjoy life but I'm also a beach girl and I'm fortunate that we are in summer at the moment and we still do have access to the beach at the moment um, as oh, long as good. it's deemed exercise so I make sure I'm doing you know, some weight-bearing exercise at the beach there. but yeah, What, well, you mean you, you can't just go and sunbathe on the beach? <laughs> they don't no, allow that? Not at the moment, not in COVID, and we're locked down. So, oh. yeah, yeah, as long as it's deemed exercise, we're allowed outside. 
I see. Oh, bummer. That's a bummer. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least they're letting Although you Although it's a little bit overcast today and a bit rainy. So, but again, I'm grateful for where I'm at. <laughs> That's yeah, all right. Okay. Now, life is all about taking action because to me, David, knowledge is powerful and you're a very learned man. Um, but it's the application of that knowledge that is powerful. So, I'd like you to. Um, share with our listeners one thing about courage that you'd like our listeners to take action on. One thing about courage I'd like my list- your listeners to take action on. Uh, oof. Oof. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm stumped, but um, courage has a lot to do with Again, it goes back to our whole thought about our, 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 what we said about um, having a strong inner core, uh, some spiritual sense. Um, th- that and courage, in my opinion, cannot be they cannot be separated from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, some 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 decisions you can only move forward on them if you you are fully convinced in the in the inner side, inner aspect of who you are. So I guess the one thing I would say is that you've got to develop that got to feed that inner part of who you are, whatever mm. way you want to do it, because that's what develops a certainty that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Without that certainty, without that inner knowing. Inner strength, yeah. inner grit, inner, inner, inner resilience. Mm. Yeah, just got to keep going around and around in circles. I and I love that because that embodies that everything sense. about courage, you know. Courage mm. is about yourself. It is mm. not about your friend doing a bungee jump or jumping out of a plane or yeah. you know, closing a deal. It is yourself. And literally, I, I, one of my interviews, I said, for those that are really struggling, getting out of bed, and, and you'll appreciate this being ex-military, making your bed can be mm-hmm. a very courageous step because some people are mm. really struggling with their mental health. Yeah. And they right. don't want to do life at all. Right. So right. to get out of bed and make your bed is really courageous. So it's just, well, not just, it is the simple things in life that can be extremely courageous for many people. And so, as you said, it's just taking that action and making that decision to do something. Yeah, mm. very true. Yes. Very true. So that's extremely powerful. And it's uh, General William, I can't think of his surname. I should um, remember it. But he's got this six-minute speech about it all starts with making your bed. Okay, yeah, I think I saw that on Facebook there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it it does because literally how you do anything is how you do everything. So that's for sure. So, David, thank you. It's been an absolute joy and pleasure to interview you today and get your message of, um, hope and inspiration and positivity and needless to say courage out there so have you got any closing comments about um, the work you do so that we can get that message out there sure thank you and, and uh, thank you for being such a gracious, gracious host oh. um, basically I, I mentioned sickle cell disease uh, I think that has been the, the main thing that's we've been dominant this year for um, we are about to start a research project uh, to demonstrate conclusively that strengthening the immune system of children with sickle cell disease can save lives. And right now we have over, of course, 100,000 kids being dying in Nigeria from sickle cell disease before the age of five each year. And that's, there are similar numbers around the world. And um, we've, again, that should not be. 
because mm-hmm. their answers and solutions are so simple. So this research project is to provide the data so that we can get the governments in Nigeria and other governments to change the way sickle cell disease is treated. Mm-hmm. So that is our, uh, I mean, that is our goal, that's, what, that's our hope. Uh, because we, we, don't, we don't want to be just one organization doing it and saying, oh, yeah, come to us. No, we want every, every, every doctor, every healthcare professional to be treating it in this way, and it's very easy to do that. So that's so, uh, if you're still looking for uh, a cause to, to contribute to mm-hmm. or to give to, uh, I would strongly encourage you to consider the Brain and Body Foundation because we are doing some good work. Fantastic. And so you mentioned the Brain and Body Foundation, but how can people best get in contact with you, David? I will put the details Uh, on the show notes, though, but how can they best get in contact with you? Um, So on on, on, uh, my email address is david.wordquest, W-O-R-D-Q-U-E-S-T at gmail.com. And... um, Of course, our website is thebrainandbodyfoundation.org. And I'm, I'm on, well, on all social media platforms, as the Brain and Body Foundation. But the, I think email is probably the best for inter- international audiences, right? Fantastic. Oh, is there another is there a particular one I, you, you would advise? No, 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 that's fine. Yeah, so okay. your website or your email address. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. And I would like to um, show a debt of gratitude to the amazing Christiana Tudor, who actually connected us. So, yeah, kudos to her. And, yeah. and also through Olga, I think, you know, they say you're six degrees of separation. But um, I guess when you start working in that space of having, doing, being and giving, you know, amazing people are presented to you. So thank you yeah. so much, David, for your time today and for sharing your message of as I said, courage, but the wonderful work you do with the Brain and Body Foundation and wishing you an abundantly healthy and happy 2021. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Enjoyed having Thanks for having me, Capix. Thank you, everyone. Take care. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know, this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.